entrepreneur entrepreneur you have to like really believe in the cause it's not just something that's like um you know that you kind of care about and, and just want to do it for the name like for being an entrepreneur that like title or anything um because for me honestly and Kluvi was kind of like therapy for me like <laughs> when other things in my life were stressful like in Kluvi would like calm me down like it, it yeah I, I really love it <laughs> hello everyone and thanks again for tuning into Duels Within Us podcast uh, this podcast was founded by me Jacob Fodden and the goal of this podcast was to highlight diverse founders and investors who are building businesses in underserved markets with the ultimate vision to create both a local and global impact I've interviewed over a dozen amazing investors and entrepreneurs building great businesses in Africa, in Asia, in Latin America, right here on this podcast. And I'm really excited that you were able to tune in today to hear from an amazing entrepreneur, Kathy Yee, who will be telling us about her amazing company that she called, called Improvy. Um, Improvy, um, as you will hear from her, is a very transparent company. Ultimately, what she plans to do with Kobe is to ensure that uh, diverse voices are heard when it comes to movies. Kobe is considered as a social-driven company that wants to highlight and spotlight uh, people of, of diverse backgrounds from Blacks to Asians um, and the LGBTQ community. This episode will give you insight into how Kelly is thinks about culture and how she she thinks about interests uh, when it comes to you know, all the different uh, groups that are mentioned. One thing that really struck me in, in this interview or conversation rather is that Katie said I want my legacy to be helping the underdogs. I want to enable men and women of color so that they feel more seen and understood to help LGBTQ and to help the LGBTQ community feel more included in all cultures and also to help supplement their health care. Thank you for being here um, and now we'll get right into the interview. So hi everyone, uh, thanks for tuning in to Do Us Within Us. I'm really fortunate and excited to have a conversation today with uh, Katie Yi. And uh, Katie is just an amazing person. And she's someone that we'll learn a lot from, uh, just from her background, you know, how she started Include V. It's not inclusive. Um, and she's going to, we're going to talk more. About but just a brief background about Katie. Uh, she's all about social change uh, through diversity in film. Uh, she's also an inventor and two-time patent holder, um, master's in engineering, which is just brilliant. And, and she really likes creating and fixing things and more importantly, loves bringing people together. So um, Katie, thank you so much for being here. And uh, if you can just start uh, just by uh, just giving, just introducing yourself uh, for the audience to learn a yeah. little yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, no, thanks, Jacob, for bringing me on. Um, yeah, we've been friends for a few years now. Uh, yeah, we met in Boston. Um, and yeah, I'm from Boston, grew up there. Um, 
and yeah, as, as an intro, um, yeah, my background is in medical devices and pharma, um, and I studied biomedical engineering, um, earning my master's at USC and uh, went to UConn for my bachelor's. Um, <laughs> yeah, and so I worked there in pharma for a little bit at Johnson & Johnson, um, and yeah, now I do in Klubi, which is why I know you have me here on the podcast. <laughs> we'll just give a shout out to, they also have a podcast in Klubi and just some um, amazing stuff. And we'll share the link, the website, you know, you can also check that out as well. But, you know, just, just go into that. And, you know, it sounds like, you know, how, how was it like growing up in Boston? I, know, I don't know, that question wasn't included pre <laughs> no, that's okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I grew up in a little suburb outside of Boston called Randolph, and I went to school in Newton, uh, so I commuted every day with my sisters. Um, and yeah, it was it was interesting. It was cold, um, which is why I'm currently in Miami. <laughs> but yeah, I, I really enjoyed growing up in Boston. There's a lot of diversity, and I know some people kind of say that Boston is very um, like separated in terms of diversity, but in the town where I grew up, uh, Randolph, like everyone was kind of, it's very multicultural, which I enjoyed. Um, and yeah, it was a lot of, a lot of personalities. That's interesting. I think maybe that ties into how, you know, in Clovey, I mean, that subconsciously kind of gives you that idea um, very early on. Uh, you mentioned that, you know, just growing up uh, just before this, uh, before this recording and um, based on some of the feedback you gave me and the response, like growing up was a lot of studying, a lot of AP classes. Uh, mm -hmm. And the fair part was with us and, you know, hanging out with friends. You know, can you just, um, how, how did that, you know, just tie into, you know, uh, the life now you have now at Clovey um, as, you, as you're building this company? Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, you're right. Like Newton was pretty competitive, um, a pretty competitive school in Massachusetts. Um, and I took a lot of AP classes and like studying and sports was like very heavily emphasized. So I think it brought a lot of um, uh, dedication and like work ethic uh, to, you know, my the rest of my studies and my career and life. Um, so yeah, looking back, I you know obviously wanted to spend more time with friends <laughs> and relax a bit more, um, but I think it did help to prepare me, um, you know, for the real world. And now I do make a, an effort to you know take some time for my life too, um, because it is important to you know see friends and family, that kind of thing. Sure. Um, I mean, just to add into that, you said um, you know. Um, you know, as a founder of Inclovi, um, and you, as you just mentioned, also you like to have a life outside of that. Um, and one thing that really uh, struck me was your um, you're really into classical uh, stoicism. Yeah, stoicism. Mm -hmm. yeah, and, he and he said, you know, um, can you just talk a little bit about that and um, just give us an idea of how that really has influenced or how you got into that and how that is influencing you? Yeah, definitely. So I uh, kind of reached a low point um, a couple of years ago. It was a combination of, um, you know, the pandemic, like the socio-political climate and everything, um, like my own personal life and everything was kind of like very, very tough. Um, and then a good friend of mine, um, his name is John, he 
introduced me to classical stoicism. He tried to give me the book, The Daily Stoic about five years ago, um, but I didn't really want to read it because in modern day culture, like stoicism kind of uh, like ties in with manhood and like being a man and that kind of thing. I was like, this is too manly for me. I don't, I don't really think it's for me. <laughs> But then he like, he sent me some pages and he's like, just, just read it. <laughs> um, when I was at rock bottom and I was like, okay, yeah, I, I really like it. And um, the Daily Stoic, I think is a great book. I would highly recommend it. It's like a page every single day. Um, like say today is uh, March, um, like in March, March 19th that we're recording. Um, it'll give you like a one page passage and it's pretty simple. It's basic stuff, like how to be a good person and doing the right thing, um, but it really lays things out. And I think that's super important. Um, and I've actually drafted a, a proof of concept for a book um, because I wanna help bring it to women. Um, yeah, because right now it's, it's not seen as being something that women should look into. So, uh, I mean, in addition to being the founder of Inclovi, you're gonna be a writer soon. So um, we will, I'm, I'm, send an invitation now on the book camp <laughs> okay yeah i'll put you on the list no, just <laughs> yeah no yeah. seriously uh it, it's still pretty early and and so far the plan is to like interview uh women who display characteristics of stoicism since i'm learning and doing my best um but i wouldn't say you know i'm like the perfect stoic or anything um so i do want to bring other women uh, to the table too <laughs> That's really exciting. And I think you know, it builds on all the other things you have done and it's going to really help kind of stand the foundation for many other women to really start thinking, you know, in that light, right? So it's incredible. And I think, um, you know, just starting something like that is, power, is as powerful as all the other work you've been doing. So, um, yeah, thank you. Very excited for you. And <laughs> based on all the you know, amazing work you've done. I know there are people behind uh, that we don't see uh, as entrepreneurs that have, you know, kind of inspired you, they have pushed you and they have made you believe in yourself a little bit more. Uh, can mm -hmm. you talk a bit about some of the mentors that have, you have had in your life that has really helped you get started in this, in this career? Yeah, um, there have definitely been some influential people in my life that have made a difference. I don't even know if some of them know it. <laughs> so I thank you for the opportunity for uh, to let me thank them. Um, I would say even before Inclusive, like I had two amazing bosses in my um, like medical device career uh, and engineering career. So I, I do uh, really appreciate having like this man, Jesus Solis, as my boss when I was an intern at Acumentrix. Um, he, I think actually, actually both of my bosses display the trace of stoicism, mm. um, but he, yeah, was a good person and he had a sense of humor and he really liked me and believed in me and the feeling was mutual. Um, and I think that's really important. Um, and then also Sarah Raymond from Johnson & Johnson. Um, I haven't kept in touch with her too much, but she hired me on to be um, an engineering project manager at Johnson & Johnson. And yeah, I, I really liked and respected her um, and her attitude. Um, she gave me a lot of autonomy and she's like, no, I brought you on 
to do this, like you can do it. Just, you know, let me know if you have any questions, but um, yeah, go for it. I believe in you. Um, so yeah, they, they were some early like uh, mentors who were very influential. Um, and then <laughs> um, for, for current mentors, oh, what was that? <laughs> oh, like with include me, there have been some um, great mentors too. Like I, I want to thank Mike Bertov. Um, he's actually in Miami and he's one of um, the reasons I came out here because he is great at connecting people and he's also very funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, he like, he connects me with a lot of people and he really believes in me and, and wants me to grow. And I really, um, <laughs> I respect him, of course, uh, but, I, but I also think he's very funny. Um, and Chris Boyd and uh, definitely Jen Ng, um, who, who's a family friend who, who's really been supportive too. Um, yeah. Yeah, I didn't want you to leave Jen. Um, it sounded like someone that, uh, a great family friend of, of yours as well. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's actually, I, I really, um, you know, I love her and I also really respect her. She, she's a Lieutenant Colonel in the Air Force. Um, which is really hard for women and it's, it's some people may think it's easier because like do, have you ever heard that like it's easier for women or people of color to make certain roles because they're like a card in like I, I want to say right now it's, it's actually much harder <laughs> because they have to face a lot of um, you know of, of those beliefs and other beliefs that really um, are tough so I, I really respect her and I'm very proud of her um, yeah <laughs> Exactly. No, I, 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 I've heard this, you know, and it's really hard uh, to really get to that point. And mm -hmm. shout out to her, shout out to Mike, you know, Chris, all the people that have really played a significant role in your, in your journey. And, and you know, if, you know, please, if you are listening, you know, we appreciate you. Uh, we love the fact that you spent incredible amount of time just to kind of you know, build, build what we're seeing here today. So shout out to all of you guys uh, for doing some, just being there. Um, Thank you. <laughs> and for us now to get into Inclovi, can you just tell us a little bit what Inclovi is about, um, what it stands for, and kind of what you, what the goal, like the core premise of uh, the company is about? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so including is movie reviews and ratings uh, with a focus on diversity, inclusion, equity, and representation. Um, sometimes these words are overused. So I just wanna say, like at the core, it's really about identity um, and empathy, uh, which, which everyone can relate to. Um, and we're a social good startup. Um, so yeah, we really want to bring more representation to movies so that people can see themselves on screen um, and click and resonate. And then, so that people can see other types of people who are different from them, like have the same values and go through the same life changes and like stories of love and loss um, that everyone else does. Yeah, most definitely. And I mean, I've been, I've been lucky to see some of the work you do. Um, when, I mean, while you're still here in Boston, I know you moved back and forth in Miami, but you know, I, I, really, I really see the value of what you're building. And I think there's a lot that can be done on, on um, not just in the United States, but it has a global scale as well at some point. I know you, um, um, so it's just really exciting and it's very meaningful work. Um, can I, in, you know, in addition to this, um, 
you know, what do you stand for? How how did this all get started? What was the driving force behind it um, that you felt compelled to say, you know, I have to do this and I have to start this um, platform? Yeah. Um, so I mentioned earlier, and everyone knows uh, listening to, but yeah, it's been pretty tough the last few years um, for everyone. And, and recently too, you know, um, with Ukraine. Um, uh, but yeah, the global climate has been stressful for everyone. And I felt like there was way too much discrimination and um, yeah. violence in the US. And this is, you know, like 2022, like when I started this, like 2017, 2018, it's like, why is this still happening? Like we have the internet, like we, we've, we've have, we have like, you know, articles and textbooks and we should learn our lessons by now. Um, but I think um, a big thing that can help is actually movies because it's very low key relaxing. It's not work for anyone um, to just watch like say King Richard about, you know, Serena and Venus Williams' dad. Uh, <laughs> it's not like they're, they're like making this hard work to like uh, fight the barriers. It's like they, it's very subconscious. Um, with movies, and I think that makes a huge difference in terms of changing people's perceptions and and bringing people together. I mean, just to add on to that, right? Um, so you know, just what you saw as you started, right? You saw this. Um, I mean, because you had to see an opportunity, right, when you started this, right? And I know, I know, we had a kind of a, a script, um, uh, uh, like a conversation just earlier. Was, like, how did you see, like, in COVID playing that role, um, like the opportunity that you saw starting, right? And I know you mentioned a little bit about, you know, um, you know, in, in spite of the resources and the, you know, and, you know, just the, the idea of starting a company is really hard. Um, you know, you had that willpower to kind of build something, right? Um, can you just walk us through that? Uh, um, yeah. Of course, yeah. Um, so yeah, when I started, I didn't even know what a startup was, uh, and never had any, um, aspirations of building a company <laughs> or a website. Um, but yeah, I, I knew I wanted to make a difference and actually my, my work at Johnson and Johnson and setting up service worldwide, uh, like helped me feel that I could make a difference in this world. Um, but yeah, it was a lot of, um, talking to people, reading, um, hearing feedback, hearing a lot of people say like, you know, like what's what's the point of this uh, and that kind of thing. But also a lot of people who are like, yes, we need this. Um, and and they they help, you know, keep me, um, keep my hopes up in the in the dark times too. Um, but yeah, I know I'm an engineer. So I figured like, if no one will help me, I will just code this. Like I would just do this myself. Um, but I did, you know, have some help along the way. I just, you know, wish I, knew a few things earlier, like years ago. Um, yep, yep. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, there are many other founders that have this struggle. And I think just being very vulnerable about that and sharing that early on um, and experiencing that early on is, is, is very common for a lot of, of founders. And I really like the fact that you, you know, you believed in yourself and you, 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 you stuck with it um, to, keep, to keep that going. Um, yeah, thank you. Oh, can I add one more thing? <laughs> yeah, uh, for anyone who wants to be, you know, an entrepreneur, 
entrepreneur, you have to like really believe in the cause. It's not just something that's like, um, you know, that you kind of care about and, and just want to do it for the name, like for being an entrepreneur, that like title or anything. Um, because for me, honestly, and Kluvi was kind of like therapy for me. Like <laughs> when other things in my life were stressful, like in Kluvi would like calm me down. Like it, it yeah, I, I really love it. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's how I feel the same way with this podcast, right? Like when yeah. to people and just getting that sense of, you know, how, what drives them to build great companies or do the things they do, uh, just really inspiring. Um, yeah. And I can tell you really like care about, you know, me and, and other founders. So like that, that shows through really clearly. Um, yeah. Happy to. So um, I, I know there's some great stuff that's coming up. I know, by the way, I, I know you um, know that kind of the people that just help, I mean, just shout out again. I think you mentioned some people that have really helped you in building this company. I know you, you have mentioned some of them as mentors, but, you know, currently, who are the people that are really helping you, uh, some of the great people at the team, in the team that is really helping you, um, you know, do all the movie um in all the movie reviews and all that can you just give a shout out to some of the people mm-hmm. yeah I would, I would be happy to um so i'm very grateful for uh bob on Includi. um he's been a core part of Includi for at least three years maybe maybe four um and yeah like we we have met up in real life in boston he's been on the team the longest and he's a web developer um and he does the front end and, and prefers the back end but yeah, he's very reliable and I can count on him to figure it out. And like, he's a good person. Like when you talk to him, like, you, you know, he's a good person. Um, and then, yeah, currently right now, like Ron John is helping with SEO and she's like very passionate about it. Um, and Bianca as a movie critic lead um, is just fantastic. Um, yeah, currently on the team also, I wanna thank uh, Stephen and Jean. And Hazel has been um, like a friend and on Incluvi for a few years now too. So she she's the producer for our Incluvi movie podcast. Um, so, yeah, to all very of you. happy. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is great. No, you can't build something alone. So um, just, yes, mm-hmm. right. Um, so shout out to it. Me. Really takes like a team or like a, a village or a community, definitely. Mm-hmm. And just having Bob to just being there for that long to count on i'm sure that helped right thanks bob yep <laughs> and so um so i mean what what do you have next coming up um uh, for enclosing and where where do you um i mean some of the things you're just working on now if you can share with us and how people can support you um as you plan for next month or the coming few weeks uh, yeah um, so I'm very happy uh, and excited. We just received uh, two grants from the city of Boston. Um, yeah, it's through their Arts and Culture Center. And yeah, thank you, city of Boston. Um, really excited for that uh, grant. And it really helps like artists and uh, change makers like do their work and, and creative endeavors. Um, and with that grant, uh, like help from that grant, we want to put on our Incluvi uh, Film Festival and Contest, where we have like local filmmakers and anyone, who, really anyone who wants to make a short film, um, like make, make a movie. Uh, it can be as short as like two minutes, 
um, to like up to, I think 25 or 30 minutes, um, we have to like decide. Uh, and yeah, we can, the focus of this film festival is like women, uh, people of color. So women and men of color um, and LGBTQ, like basically any group that's like not represented very much on uh, screen in movies. Um, and yeah, more podcast stuff um, with Hazel. And yeah, just kind of refining in Kluvi and um, building out our search engine optimization uh, to get more traffic and retain users and, and all that <laughs> fun, uh, well, techie, techie fun stuff. <laughs> no, that's great. And I, I, you know, just the fact that you got that grant, it shows there's some support, not just from your mentors and your team, but you know, this, there's a buy-in from communities, which is uh, I mean, more than amazing, I'm sure probably get more in Miami and you know, across the, the country. So I'm excited. I'm, we are excited, the audience. And <laughs> Thanks, Jacob. Thanks, audience. Uh, yeah, no, I, I'm very happy to, you know, see people like this movie. Yeah, thanks. And, and, and once, I mean, I think, uh, you know, once things unfold, um, we appreciate, you know, give, share some updates because we'll have the links, your links on down below for people to just follow you and see the work you're doing. So. Um, I excited, I excited for that as well. Um, I mean, as a, as an entrepreneur, right? One of the things we struggle is just managing our time schedules. Um, sometimes it can get overwhelming. Sometimes we might have lows. Um, great that you have a very great supportive uh, you know, team and also mentors that are there to guide you. But uh, on your on your own personal time, how do you really um, mitigate the stress that comes with? I mean, life is stressful. Yes. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is true fact that, yeah, life is stressful. Yeah, for everyone. Yeah, but definitely. Yeah, you're an entrepreneur, which is you're creating more unknowns um, and just creating that, you know, kind of reality of uncertainty, but you are trying to optimize the, the process to be more certain. How do you as an entrepreneur doing all this great work, how do you really manage stress <laughs> that's a good question <laughs> yeah there's a lot of stress i mean like including itself i like but some of the things you know surrounding it uh are, are stressful and yeah just just you know other things too um i really enjoy personally um dance uh and driving <laughs> <laughs> uh but only when it's a clear freeway only on the highway when i can go fast um and <laughs> what how fast did you go like what's the uh, <laughs> i'm not like a fast and furious driver or anything like f9 but no i i just go at you know like just something not stuck in traffic um so like the speed limit yeah, <laughs> or <laughs> a little bit faster uh but yeah but it's been tough because uh yeah gas prices are high right now <laughs> and <laughs> <laughs> um so that's a that's fine I, I can find a new hobby and dance um I like k-pop and hip-hop I'm not like I'm not especially good at it <laughs> like I'm the girl kind of in the back uh but I I like it it's it's you know de-stressing for me um you mentioned uh the your sto stoicism as a huge plays a huge role right um mm -hmm. helping you you know just you know manage stress as well yeah yeah like it's 
really been great. Um, it's mainly that book, that one book, The Daily Stoic, because it's like, you know, March 19th, like half a page, one page, uh, it's very bite-sized. Um, and it just gives you perspective, um, nothing like revolutionary, but like it's very grounding um, and grounded, which, which is nice. Mm -hmm. And that adds to a recommendation that you would tell the audience, right? It's called The Daily Stoic. Mm -hmm. Yep, by Ryan Holiday and um, I think Stephen Hanselman. Mm -hmm. And that boils in now into, as we mentioned earlier in, in the episode, um, that also has a role to play in the book you're writing, right? Which you're gonna, yeah, gonna come. Back. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I was hoping to partner with them, um, but I, I know they're very busy and, and probably get like a lot of uh, messages. Um, but yeah, if I can't partner with them, then I will definitely allude to it um, and, and reference it as well as, you know, the basic teachings from like thousands of years ago by, you know, Marcus Aurelius and Seneca and Epictetus who have their own books and writings. That's amazing. Um, that's just incredible. And I think um, I actually have to check out that book as well. It sounds very- Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Very grounded. Um, so, I mean, at this point, you know, what, what has been something that, um, that has really stuck with you, that really guides you? Um, and it was just so funny that, you know, when I was reading some of the feedback you gave me and some of the questions we had before this, you said, this advice uh, made you to cry. Can you just mm -hmm. share what this, uh, this quote, uh, the best advice you've ever received. Um, can you just share with us? Because I read it like several times and it was just, it's not just only, it's, it gives like, it's feedback to for life in general, right? It's, it's mm -hmm. very deep. And mm -hmm. can you just share with us this, uh, this quote? Yeah. Roosevelt. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a quote by Roosevelt and I heard it from um, Brene Brown. Um, Who's, who's a very influential speaker on, on TED, TED Talks uh, and has her own books. Um, but yeah, I heard it, I heard her say it and it really struck me and I had to look it up and like, you know, <laughs> internalize it. Um, and I can, yeah, I can say it now and I'll try not to <laughs> tear up or cry, but like no guarantees, uh, I can be emotional. <laughs> um, I changed it a little bit, um, but yeah. I mean, you don't have um, to. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's a good. It's a good release. <laughs> uh, do you want me to say it or or bookmark it for the audience? Um, I mean, you can say it. I can say it. It's it's all fine. But it's up to you. Okay. Yeah, I can say it. Yeah. Go for it. Um, it is not the critic who counts, not the lady who points out how the strong woman stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the woman who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again, because there is no effort without error and shortcoming. But who does actually strive to do the deeds, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement and who at the worst, if she fails, at least fails while daring, daring greatly. It's amazing. <laughs> Thank you. I'm daring up a tiny bit, which I'm laughing. But... 
that's, that's, that's amazing. Um, and, 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 you know, and this is something that you want to tell young girls that are trying to start their own, um, just mm-hmm. their own journey as entrepreneurs, but also just perhaps become who they want to be, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, you know, believe in yourself, uh, surround yourself with people who love and, and support you. Um, yeah, that quote, <laughs> definitely, um, like, you know, it takes, uh, I don't want to ruin the quote by deciphering it, but um, yeah, basically that quote and to balance your passion also um, with other areas in your life, um, like mental health and exercise and, you know, social life, because as passionate as you are, you you really need um, other components of your life to to balance everything out. 100%, 100% agree on that. And so thanks so much for reading that. I know it's very pers- personal to you and just for sharing that is, um, with the audience, I really appreciate it. So thank you so much for, yeah. for being <laughs> Read that. <laughs> I did, yeah, I did, I did tear up, but no, I, I'm happy to. I hope it affects other um, entrepreneurs and yeah, just anyone. Um, people mm-hmm. for sure i mean so as, as we round up all right uh, and I, I try to ask this question because i think sometimes we need a very uh, a north star to kind of guide us um through through the the highs and lows and you know as as we continue to grow as people but also as an entrepreneur right we look at three-year periods or five-year periods or 10 years period but all in all right in a space of time it's not that much right um and you know hopefully we live long enough to see the work of what we are building by the end of the day right we there's some legacy that has to be left behind for people to appreciate and i mean for people to kind of see what we're trying what we're trying to build that will really have meaningful impact in people's lives um and i think what you're building is not only it has a very the the, the show life is almost infinite because these are human beings, groups of people that have not been included in the social fabric. And you're trying to create space for them to really be heard, seen, and valued uh, equally as for the other races. So, um, you know, maybe I'm actually trying to answer the question. No, no, <laughs> that was very philosophical and it totally resonates. Um, and I, I like how you put it too, like uh, the way you phrased it. Um, yeah. yeah, I agree. <laughs> I mean, and, and I know I want you to be in your uh, hopefully in your own words like how do you see Inkovi and um, kind of playing that role in the in 100 years in 200 years uh, mm-hmm. um, you know in our community and just having blacks and Asians and LGBTQ you know communities to really feel involved and included in society mm-hmm. yeah um, so yeah, I do want Inclusive to last. Luckily, it's uh, online, and even if it can help, like I was telling my mentor this earlier on, like even if it helps one person feel better and more included, I feel like I would have made a difference. Like it, if it can, um, yeah, like make someone else feel more seen and heard. And he's like, no, not just one person. Like we're trying to scale this and reach like millions of people. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, yes, I know. Um, and now we are getting like you know, millions of impressions on Google um, and trying to build out SEO. Um, So happy to see that reach. Um, But at the core, I think like, I do want to make a difference in helping the underdogs. Like I want to enable men and women of color um, to feel more seen and understood. 
um, to help the LGBTQ people and community uh, feel more included um, in all cultures, um, you know, and to help support mental health for everyone of all identities. Um, I also do want to put in there that like allies are super important and crucial. So including is not really like an us versus them or like um, a me versus you type of thing. It's to help like who, <laughs> who is like, you know, the, the, the kid in the class who doesn't um, get seen or heard, like who doesn't speak up that much, um, like how can we bring them to the forefront to have like, you know, an equal representation um, type of thing. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing everything you did, um, everything you've been doing, you know, how you really came to this concept and how you're building this platform. Uh, for the work you do, and it's really challenging um, to build something. It's much more challenging to change people's minds. Um, and it's even harder to make it sustainable. So uh, I appreciate your work. And um, as a dear friend, you know, we are excited. I'm excited, you know, just how to see how this grows and evolves and, you know, changes the way we think about just movies in general, but, you know, how we think about life and how we interact with people. So Thank you so much for your time here. Um, and I'm sure our audience would really love, uh, I really appreciated your time with us. And yeah, no, yeah, thank you, Jacob. And for having me on and also for doing your podcast, honestly, like I can tell you care a lot about, um, you know, helping, helping people make a difference. And yeah, I, I'm very, you know, um, yeah, like proud of you too for your work. So uh yeah thank you oh it's all because of someone like you that i'm here so thank you thanks for doing your good work so so to all our listeners it's katie yeah again uh founder of Inclovi, and um love to get your feedback and um we'll see you guys in the next episode take care everyone thank you bye-bye <laughs>
one thing that really struck me in, in this interview or conversation rather is that Katie said I want my legacy to be helping the underdogs. I want to enable men and women of color so that they feel more seen and understood to help LGBTQ and to help the LGBTQ community feel more included in all cultures and also to help supplement their health for Thank you for being here um, and now we'll get right into the interview. Hello everyone and thanks again for tuning in to Do What's Within Us podcast. Uh, this podcast was founded by me, Jacob Fodden. And the goal of this podcast was to highlight diverse founders and investors who are building businesses in underserved markets with the ultimate vision to create both a local and global impact. I've interviewed over a dozen amazing investors and entrepreneurs building great businesses in Africa, in Asia, in Latin America, right here on this podcast. And I'm really excited that you were able to tune in today to hear from an amazing entrepreneur, Kathy Lee, who will be telling us about her amazing company that she called, uh, called Improving. Um, Improving, um, as you will hear from her, is a very transparent company. Ultimately, what she plans to do with Improving is to ensure that uh, diverse voices are heard when it comes to movies. Improving is considered as a social-driven company, that wants to highlight and spotlight uh, people of, of diverse backgrounds from blacks to Asians um, and the LGBTQ community. This episode will give you an insight into how Kelly Lee thinks about culture and how she, she thinks about individuals uh, when it comes to you know, all the different one thing that really struck me in, in this interview or conversation rather is that Katie said, I want my legacy to be helping the underdogs. I want to enable men and women of color so that they feel more seen and understood to help LGBTQ and to help the LGBTQ community feel more included in all cultures and also to help supplement their health for everyone. Thank you for being here um, and now we'll get right into the interview.